That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's the special sports edition of the ASMR Quest podcast. I'm your host, um, uh, Sports Ballerson, and with me today is uh, special guest John Tyler, here to tell me all the fun facts about basketball. Uh, John, what basketball fun facts have you prepared for us today? Uh, uh, William, did you know that in basketball, there are substitutions that the five guys each team puts out on the court at the beginning of the game don't have to stay out there for the entire game. Wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> I still don't believe it. <laughs> Thanks, John Tyler. It's been great having you on, as always. And thank you, listeners. I've been um, Sporty McMollerson. Have a great night. <laughs> <laughs> hey there, John. How's it going? <laughs> it's going great, Ian. It's, it's me, normal that? ASMR Quest co-host Ian Fox. <laughs> this is a weird start. Um, uh, let's just hop right into the indulgence corner. <laughs> okay, let's get let's hit the ground running. All right. Uh, no, no exciting updates uh, on iTunes, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, we do have a new email from Ooh. Green Wild, uh, who you may recall from a couple weeks ago, sort of, uh, you know, pointed out to us that uh, we had been doing a lot of episodes about ASMR videos and not really anything else. Yeah. Um, and since then, I, we've, I think we've done a pretty good job of uh, improving that. And, well, but uh, let's, essentially... let's leave that to Green Wild to decide. Uh, well, the, I I already read the email. Um, wow. I don't know that we really need to like read out the whole thing, um, but they said that they really enjoyed uh, episode twenty three, which was the one where we talked about the uh, survey, and uh, they uh, were glad to hear from us. And they uh, say, "Keep up your great ASMR quest." Oh well, thank you, Green Wild. Yeah, uh, I I summarized quite a bit, but yeah, overall it was a very nice email. So thank you, Green Wild. Um, still don't know who you are, and I still find that very exciting. Yeah, it's 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 thrilling. I would say. Um, Makes me feel alive. <laughs> head over. <laughs> um, if we go over to 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 Twitter. Um, it's been pretty active uh, since our last uh, recording. Um, I've so, gotten hints that we might have gotten a, a somewhat aggressive tweet from, uh, you know, well, favorite of the show, Jonathan Chandler Stroud. Well, to, I, first I'd like to say, um, you know, uh, Jay Stroud at Mr. Holy John, uh, did tweet, who's the hottest ASMR quest host? Um, and there were three options in this poll. You could choose John, you could choose Ian, or... You could say impossible to choose. Mm-hmm. So with sixty-six percent of the votes, impossible to choose wins. Oh wow! It's I mean uh, that's fair because this is an audio format, so it'd be <laughs> kind of difficult to decide <laughs> which of our voices are 
more luxurious and yeah. delightful. Um, I and then I mean I, I also imagine that most of the people who have seen this tweet probably have not met both both of us. Uh, well, maybe I don't know. It's tough to say, isn't it? That's true. Actually, well, it got six votes. Um, I know where two of those votes came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so then also, uh, I I should note, um, we each got 17% of the vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now, we if were I sort of crunch out the numbers, you said six people voted in total. We yep. each got 17%. So my question, mm-hmm. is, John, is what is 17 times six? Uh, wait... <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, so we, we each got one vote, but I think it's more fun to talk about percentages, Ian. Uh, well, I mean, as that's, that's, it sounds like we sort of got special sports correspondent John Tyler on the line here talking about percentages, <laughs> talking about home runs, talking about <laughs> buckets. Uh, so, um, now, I, I don't know, d- did you partake in this survey? Of course not, John. <laughs> So, yeah, did you partake in the survey? Uh, I did. I, I voted twice in this survey. Whoa. Both times for Impossible to Choose. Oh my god! Did goodness. it once from my personal account and once from the ASMR Quest account. Oh, I chose myself. <laughs> oh man. Unbelievable, Ian. Yeah. I wonder who chose me. I don't know. I don't know that we could vote multiple... Oh, I guess you vote one per account. Yeah, one per account. But yeah, it does make me wonder, like, who <laughs> voted for me. <laughs> Because I think, like, because, like, Jonathan and Cassie, I think, probably were two of the votes, and they both know you, but have never met me in real life. They Who knows? only know my Well, maybe sweet, they, just, maybe they know me enough to know that I'm not the winner. <laughs> they're just, well, they're like, you know, I don't know about this, John, but no, it's not Ian. <laughs> um, and then... Sorry, a little bit of my smoothie just kind of stuck to my mouth there for oh. a second. John, are you drinking during our recording? That is drinking a un- smoothie. Yes. <laughs> Unprofessional, John. <laughs> um, and then uh, we we got another tweet from Jay Stroud at Mister Holy John. Saying, uh, don't appreciate the ASMR Quest podcast boys shitting on my first video after I started their first ever <laughs> fan poll. <laughs> Which, I think in our defense, we were shitting on that video before he started the first ever fan poll. He just found out afterwards. Um, that, is, um, that is probably true. Did we shit on it, though? I, I remember thinking it was quite funny. Well, so, I, I responded, um, saying... Uh, that it was constructive criticism, and that he shows a lot of potential. Uh, also, just a great then... concept. What? Great concept. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then uh, Odin's bitch at Classius Miracle also responded, uh, saying um, that she very much appreciated ASMR Quest for really taking the time to respond to their fans' tweets. Thank you for the mention in the latest app. Oh. Uh, yeah. And then there's some more back and forth. Wait, uh, did, to get into did Jonathan that. ever um, properly address the issue of how he got his video to be so vertical? 
<laughs> he did not. Okay. Because that's still uh, something I'm a little curious about. Yeah, I think you'll you'll have to interview him and report back. Maybe. He's not around need, right now, actually. We need he's, you out in the field. He's in Hawaii right now, so I would have to go quite a ways. Oh, unbelievable. He's probably wearing a Hawaiian shirt at this very moment. Unbelievable. Um... So, yeah, I think that's it for the uh, Indulgence Corner this week. Okay, which brings us around to the Indulgences Corner. That's right. All right. Um, as in every installment of the Indulgences Corner, today we're talking about The Seven Secrets to a Successful Podcast by Yaro Starok, but it's not actually by Yaro Starok. It is instead by... Um, oh, what's his name? <laughs> Tony Chamba Mwangi Njanga. Now, I do think that I can get a little bit of credit for not having that name sort of ready to go, just on the tip of my tongue every time. I will say, though, I did a little bit of research into mm-hmm. um, Mr. Mwangi Najanga, and it turns yep. out that he ran a blog called The Displaced African, um, which was about sort of personal development as a, a displaced um, individual from Africa. Last updated, um, 2008... August 21st, so actually we're, we're not too far away from that, about a month away, um, where he was talking about his new regular Wait, radio show. You just said 2008, though, right? Yeah, 2008. Okay. So we're coming up on the nine-year anniversary. <laughs> the nine-year anniversary of his last blog post, which was also his 200th blog post, John, if you can believe wow. it. Um, so the, the, sounds like it was like a, a well-run blog for a while, and he just moved on to bigger and better things. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. Uh, and one of the things that he might have moved on to, uh, again, I'm not entirely sure when this article was posted. Um, someday <laughs> I'll really do the journalistic crackdown and figure it out, but <laughs> that's, that's a little hardcore reporting. We'll have to wait for a future episode. Um, last week we covered the second secret, second out of seven secrets to successful podcasting, um, which was a bit of sage advice by host of the Thunder Show, Gary Vaynerchuk. You've got to have the chops. <laughs> I'm looking at that dumb fucking image again. <laughs> it's got me going. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I think if I can make an, one observation about this image, John, I know you said you wanted to keep this tight, but it's only one observation. I love the font. Because <laughs> it's just fucking. It's just normal. <laughs> like somebody opened this up. Not even in paint. They opened this up in Word, John. And they just typed. <laughs> they changed the font color to white. And they they put it up. <laughs> Fucking. Well, no, I'll have to talk about the resolution another day. Because I said I only make one observation about it. Um, and that brings us to the number th- three secret, which is the focus of today's indulgence corner. If images everything. For some of you, the idea of recording podcasts that don't have a professional look and sound, like they cost thousands of dollars to produce, is about as peeling as a root canal. Below, I have a couple of solutions for you. Before I get to them, let me remind you that ultimately content is king, not the pretty graphic in the corner. And that, that sort of ties back to um, Gary Vaynerchuk's advice, you've got to have the chops. Hmm. Um, yeah, and basically... Uh, they were saying, you know, WordPress, just use, like, a WordPress theme, um, and apparently you can set up podcasting for not that much money, John, which is something that, uh, 
you know, maybe not that big of a secret. I don't think anybody out there has the impression that podcasting costs a lot of money. If you have that impression, um, listeners, I've got news for you. I've got a secret for you. It doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you just, it, I guess if you didn't have a computer, it would cost a lot of money. Because you would have mm. to get a computer. Yeah. Actually, it, if you didn't have a computer, would it be cheaper to record a, a re, like reasonable quality audio just like buying a computer and sort of going through that whole rigmarole? Or like getting an independent sound recorder? Do those things even exist? Yeah, they do. But you you can't edit it from there or post it from there. Yeah, that is true. Sort of. <laughs> maybe if they have like a Bluetooth enabled um, voice recorder. You just go down to the library maybe to post your podcast. You just sort of pl- you you shove the voice recorder like into the the floppy disk. <laughs> <laughs> and that sort of got me thinking about something, John. Uh, just one fun little diversion. Yeah. I mean, because obviously, you know, we're currently living through a time period where CD drives are being phased out of computers. Yes. Um, like, my current laptop does not have a CD drive. My my previous laptop did have one. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that's long since phased out is floppy drives. Yeah. Uh, and I, I remember, like, every every big computer having those when I was a kid, and I remember using floppy disks. Mm-hmm. What do you think was the last computer made, like, the last sort of public-facing computer that had a floppy disk driving it? Um, it's a tough question. Well, I guess I should, not, not a, what computer, like, what year do you think that computer came out? Hmm, that is a tough question. As maybe sort of a... This might help inform uh, our our thinking here. Um, I I believe it is possible to get Windows 10... On floppy disks. Really? Maybe, like, maybe not Windows 10, but certainly, like, a pretty recent version of Windows, you could get it on floppy disks. How many floppy disks for Windows 10? It's a question posted on the Windows Club. I think it's, like, 200 or something. Oh, well, apparently, so, John, I'm gonna go out on a limb and Uh say that maybe you're thinking of something else. Because uh, okay. uh, a floppy disk can hold, according to this post, a floppy disk can hold 1.44 megabytes. Um, <laughs> now, when we consider that a floppy disk holds 1.44 megabytes, don't we think about the the install size of Windows 10, which was yeah, in no, the... I, like I, I saw a picture recently of like two long boxes full of floppy drives, and like it was labeled Windows, I think 10. It might have been a different version. But it was just like hundreds of floppy disks for installing Windows 10. Or possibly some other version of Windows. Again, I, I I'm not positive about the specific version of Windows, but Okay, well hold it on. It's like boxes full of hundreds of floppy disks for installing Windows. Okay. So it might be feasible. Well, probably not. Uh, I mean, it did not look feasible. It looked like a hellish way to install Windows. Let's see. Okay, yeah, maybe not. Um, cause... So, the um, Windows 10 ISO is 3.9 gigabytes. Um, so if you figure 1.44 megabytes per floppy disk, 
assuming that there's no buffer or anything on the discs. We are talking about 2,700 floppy disks. <laughs> um, which would be a bit of an ordeal, wouldn't it? I mean, it certainly looked like an ordeal when I was looking at this picture, Ian. Like, what, what was the context of this picture? Was this something? Was this a product someone had ordered, or was it, like, someone doing a sort of fun art piece? Um, someone, I think, sent it in an email to prove some point. I don't remember. I saw this, like, a couple of weeks ago. I remember the image very well, but... Well, actually, clearly not that well, since I don't remember which version of Windows it was. Mm-hmm. It was certainly very shocking. Well... I think it was real. Based on the context. But again, I don't remember the context, so... I'm a uh, very unreliable narrator in this case. Yeah, and also, I mean, the Windows... Even going back to Windows 7, the ISO there was 2.4 gigabytes. So we're still talking about a good 1,400 floppy disks. Lovely. Also, apparently, Windows 10 does not... It is, I think, the first Microsoft operating system um, that does not support floppy drives. Oh, wow. So that's a little fun fact for you. Although there was an article from 2015 in Digital Trends, why is the floppy disk still used today? So maybe maybe they do still exist. People are using them. People are still using them to play airplanes. Oh my god. Um, So according to this, um, this article... Think the floppy disk is dead? Think again. Here's why it still stands between us and a nuclear apocalypse. An article posted on Digital Trends. Um, floppy disks are the preferred removable device storage system for the U.S. Air Force uh, nuclear program. So like I, all, all the nuclear of... silos and whatnot, they, they run on floppy disks. That all cut out until you got to like nuclear missile program, so I didn't catch all the background, but it, it, it sounds let me let me just do my reaction here based on what I what I think I heard. Whoa! That's an appropriate reaction, John. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's this sort of like real interactive communication that makes this podcast special. So that's the indulgences corner. Um I might yeah. have run a bit long there. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, that's always the danger when we hand over a segment to Ian. So true. Um, so let's move on to the side quests. Okay. Um, I didn't go on too many side quests this past week. Most of my ASMR time was dedicated to the, to our main quest. Um, I do, as a quick aside, want to mention that I, um, forgot to bring up the daily last week, although I did watch the video. Um, I, and then this week I, I forgot to watch the video. So it's sort of uh, all balancing out is what you're telling me. Yeah. Uh, and it's also been too long since the last time I watched it that like, even though I didn't mention it last week, I don't remember enough about my experience watching it to talk about it this week. Uh, so maybe next week. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I have any exciting observations uh, on the daily. Um, I've still <laughs> got that massage ball. Um, sometimes I'll, oh. I'll rub it against my shoulder. Oh, that's very exciting. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just sort of... I've, I've noticed that if I hold it for too long, mm-hmm. I'll get these little divots in my hand. It sort of leaves an impression. Because it is a, a hard spiky ball. 
Uh, yeah, that, that makes sense. So that's sort of my impression of the daily this week. All right, great. Uh, for side quests that are that are not the daily, um, I watched I, I watched a fun video by old pal ASMR darling. Um, ASMR Game of Thrones roleplay. Daenerys Targaryen heals you and discusses war. Um, so she did a uh, a you know a, a roleplay where she dressed up as Daenerys from Game of Thrones. Uh, I was struck watching this video by how much her face resembles Amelia Clark's, which was not something that I'd really considered before. But in this video, she definitely like, like her face definitely kind of looks like like Amelia Clark's. Um, John, who is Amelia video. Clark? The Sun uh, answers. The actress who plays Daenerys Targaryen. Wow, John. On Game of Thrones. You got it right in one. <laughs> <laughs> this Sun article really, really sort of... But did you know that her hair is not actually platinum blonde in real life? I, that's not surprising at all. <laughs> it really isn't. Also, I, think she's, I think she's like brunette or something. I think she's got like fairly dark hair. I've seen a lot of pictures of her, but in the real world pictures, I don't see any dragons near her. What? Is that another Game of Thrones lie? Hashtag George R.R. <laughs> R. Martin lies. <laughs> um, so it's kind of a fun video. Uh, I don't think it was canon. Uh, especially because she did accidentally call Tyrion Tywin a couple of times. Um, <laughs> although she, she did... Well, those names are pretty similar, John. Uh, they are pretty similar. Like, they are imagine... very different characters. But they are but like, certainly similar names. If you name your child something so similar, I was like, you might as well just call him Tywin Jr., right? <laughs> like, obviously, yeah. Tywin wouldn't want to... I don't know, it seems actually kind of weird, because clearly Tywin wouldn't want to associate himself with this child, because he hates him. Yeah. Maybe like he didn't hate him to. as much initially. No, he definitely did. The reason why he hates Tyrion is because he, he killed... His wife, who he loved very much when when he was born, and also right, he, he came out to phone. Also, because like, yeah, I, I thought maybe like he, you know, maybe like when Tyr- Tyrion was first born, Tywin was like, all right, I'm gonna try to be like a good dad or something. Like, you know, he's just a baby. But then he was like, nah, fuck this baby. I I hate him. He killed my wife. Mm, maybe. I, that's not my impression, but. It could be the case. I, I'm not Tywin Lannister, nor am I George R. R. Martin. Uh, you can tell that I'm not George R. R. Martin, because George R. R. Martin is a filthy liar. <laughs> uh, I also watched um, ASMR Sleep Hypnosis Delta Waves Positive Affirmation by Stolen Toilet. Oh, you only just noticed the name? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is a great name. <laughs> it really is. Wow. Um, <laughs> like, I, I like it was a perfectly acceptable um, ASMR video. I just, I would not have expected that her username on YouTube would be Stolen Toilet. Uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't really give off a Stolen Toilet vibe. No, no, definitely not. Um, but it was, it was like a pretty decent video. Um, I I was not hypnotized. Oh, no. um, I don't think I experienced 
ASMR either, but it was very relaxing. Well, hold on a second, John, because it's like a, it's like madness, right? Like one of the classic signs that you've been hypnotized is that you don't think you've been hypnotized. I don't think that's true. Yeah, because like how else would the would the Russians have their sort of you know secret agents? Their, their plans. Like, I, th- I feel like that's a very intense uh, form of hypnosis that I'm not entirely sure is real. Um, I well, think John, have you ever gone to like a town fair? Hypnosis that they have at like yeah, exactly the, the town fair style of uh, hypnosis. I think you do, in fact, know that you're hypnotized during it, but you, it's just sort of like, like I don't know. Like having talked to a couple of people who have done it, I think they sort of described it as like. Like, you know you're being silly, but you're just, like, okay with it. So I think it's like being drunk. Well, but John, like, then what about at the end of each show when they say, you know, you'll forget all about this, and when you hear the code word, and then, you know, whatever the code word is for that particular show, you will activate. Um, yeah, I don't know so much about that. Although, actually, every hypnosis show I've ever seen has ended with, like, You'll forget all about this until, like, this time, or, like, you go outside or whatever it is, and then you're going to remember all of the silly, goofy stuff you did during the show. And, like, every time that that's happened, and I've known someone in the show, I have definitely made sure to follow them until then, and they definitely, like, have a reaction at that time. They just, they remember the horrible atrocities that they committed... And they just start weeping. <laughs> That's right, well, John. Hypnosis is fascinating. I don't know anything about hypnosis, but it, it seems really cool. We should... Oh, uh, we probably shouldn't do a podcast episode about that, because that's not ASMR, but... I feel like they're similar enough, right? I don't know. I'll, I'll look into it, and then we'll decide if we can do an episode about it. Oh, you'll decide, John? I'm a, I'm a free man. <laughs> I can podcast <laughs> on whatever I want. <laughs> That's right, John. I'm a man going my own way. Oh no! Uh, and the way this that I'm going is, is cutting out so much. Hypnosis. It really is cutting out a lot, John. This is this is sort of an exciting episode because I think we're both doing a <laughs> podcast independently. <laughs> yeah, that seems accurate. I wonder oh, why it's no, so he's bad. Gone again. Oh, and now he's back. Okay. I don't know. It's weird. We've never really had this many issues before. I'm going to do a speed test real quick, see if it's on my end. Alright. Probably um, is. Oh, no. Did you have not. any side quests? I'm good. Or are you all... You're, you're good. Um, so, my main side quest, I would say... Well, there's two main side quests. Um, okay. The first is... I watched a lot of Terrace House. Okay. Um, and Terrace House, um, for the listeners that may not know, is this great ASMR program... Um, where it's a reality TV show <laughs> that doesn't really have anything to do with ASMR, or has ever mentioned it or acknowledges its existence, but I think that's sort of the charm. It's We, we would call it an unintentional ASMR show. <laughs> um, that just follows a bunch of Japanese people around um, as they live in this house, and just go about their daily lives. I'm a big fan of it. And the most recent um, sort of series of it, uh, Aloha State, is still being released now on Netflix. Would strongly recommend it. But it's it's an interesting, it's sort of a very different feel, I think, from Boys and Girls in the City. Um, one thing that I really like about it, or that I find sort of endlessly charming, is, especially at the beginning, 
most of the castmates are not actually, um, they're not, like, from Japan. They might have, like, you know, maybe their, their, one of their parents was Japanese or something, or maybe they spent some time in Japan. They all speak Japanese to various degrees, but, um, most of them are sort of native English speakers. And so sometimes, like, when they're trying to talk about something difficult, or when they're surprised or something, they'll just talk in English, um... And what's really great about that is then when they're talking in Japanese, they'll still do some of those Japanese words that just sound like mispronunciations of English words. Like they'll say, Terrace House. And I just find that very charming when you know that, you know, they, they, they are perfectly capable of just saying Terrace House. But they call it Terrace House. So that's one of my ASMR experiences. The other one is this fun game that I've been playing um, called Crypto the Necrodancer. Okay. Uh, well, thank you for sharing, Ian. <laughs> um, let's move on to our main quest. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, so our main quest this week, uh, we listened to several episodes of ASMR HQ which is a podcast. Mm-hmm. ASMR, ASMR HQ. podcast. It is a podcast both about ASMR and intended to trigger ASMR, depending on the episode. Yeah, that confused me a little bit. Um, so first off, what episodes did you listen to? Um, I listened to episodes 6 through 12. Oh my goodness, wow. I listened to episodes 6 and 7. <laughs> <laughs> I was sort of hoping that you would start at the beginning, or like the most recent episodes, and I would just be able to pull out the fact that I listened to like the oldest ones and sort of impress you that way. But now it's it seems like we've got an uh, ASMR Arby situation. Oh man. Um... <laughs> So, uh, so ASMR HQ, um, is by Wanda and Paula, mm-hmm. um, who are two ASMR artists. They do have a YouTube channel as well, mm-hmm. um, which I think is sort of their, their primary ASMR, uh, endeavor. Um, although they haven't updated much recently. Yeah, their last video was three months ago. Um, but they're reasonably popular. They have like, not 20... 6,000 subscribers. Yeah. Their videos appear to range between, you know, a couple thousand and 200,000 views, so... Well, I'm seeing one with nearly a million. Nearly a million? My yeah. god. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, yes, two, these two ASMR artists, um, they seem to work together for the most part, is my understanding. Um, and they have a podcast... Where, yeah, as I said, they, they both talk about ASMR, and they do ASMR. Um, no, it will depend on the episode. Um, some episodes are, um, like, very whispery, lots of sound effects, very binaural, um, and are really just strictly intended to trigger ASMR. Some episodes are more um, soft-spoken, which it, it does trigger ASMR for a lot of people, though. I personally tend to think of it as being not as, like, 
explicitly ASMR just because it doesn't trigger ASMR for me, uh, really. But um, that's that's just my own personal look on it. Um, and then, you know, some episodes they will talk about ASMR. Other episodes they will not talk about it at all. Um, and they talk about it, I think, in a different way than we do. Um, at least in the episodes that I listen to. They're mostly talking about ASMR sort of from the stance of, like... Or from a more practical stance, I guess, mm. uh, in terms of like sort of the equipment they use, like how did how it's more of a how to, I suppose, uh, than than our podcast. Yeah, it seemed. I mean, they definitely have a creator's perspective on it because they are yeah both absolutely. ASM artists. Um, that really came through in the episode that I listened to where they talked about it. I didn't catch that. Because the okay. call cut out again. Okay, I, I was thinking you were just sort of being silent and disapproving of my lack of commitment to this podcast, but... Uh, no, I, I didn't hear what your statement was. Okay, my statement was, that definitely came through in the episode that I listened to, when they talked okay. about it. But yeah, it was, it was an interesting experience. Um, so first off, the reason why we both listened to episode six is because episodes one through five appear to be lost to the ages. <laughs> they are not on Apple Podcasts, um, which oh, I wanted to just sort of make a mention because we had had some confusion before about iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. So it seems like iTunes has been sort of rebranding itself um, for app life as Apple Podcasts to some degree. Like, iTunes still definitely exists. There's still, like, right, iTunes yeah, I guess, like, yeah. com. Right, yeah, but I guess, like, if you look at, like, the apps on iOS, they've got, like, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Apple whatever other nonsense. That is true. I also just want to really oh, quickly movies. point out, um, well, there was a fun move- moment just a little earlier where... I think you thought that I had cut out or something, and you were going to say something, but you were waiting for me to come back in. But then I was actually just quiet. Um, and there was, just now we had this fun moment where the opposite happened. I think we both just talked over each other. Uh, yeah. This is going to be fun to listen to. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe we should... Let's, let's race to the end of this bad boy so we can uh, stop with all this technical nonsense um yeah I, I there were a couple of episodes that i listened to that i think did trigger asmr for me pretty mildly hmm. um but i think that that's uh largely due to the fact that i was not listening to them in the in, in environments conducive to asmr like, um, so i was trying on commute or something uh yeah i listened to some on the train i listened to some walking around because i was trying to like get through a bunch um, so I didn't listen to every single one of them. It like sort of just in my apartment on the couch or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I definitely did experience some ASMR from it. Um, and I also just, I found it, uh, charming in a way. Um, so they're both from, um, or I think one is from Australia, the other is from New Zealand, but they both live in New Zealand or sorry, both live in Australia. So they've got, um, some Australian accents. Uh, so, which, you know, certain people will find different accents to be more or less triggering for ASMR. Um, and they just have, like, a very pleasant way of talking, I feel. Like, there's something about it that, I don't know, 
feels very grandmotherly to me, I suppose, and sort of comforting in that way, just like the way they talk and the things that they say. Now, I have no idea how old they actually are, um, so I hope they don't take offense at that. I just, I find them comforting, I, I've felt. Yeah, and they seem, they seem, at least the, the, um, from episode six, they both seem sort of middle-aged, um... It was interesting. They were, you know, they were talking about ASM artists, and I was struck by the fact that, you know, a lot of ASM artists are quite young. Mm-hmm. And it'd be sort of... I feel like it would be... It, there would be an extra layer of maybe awkwardness if you were a person who really enjoyed ASMR videos, but you were an, an older individual. Mm. Because it's, you know, not only is it a very intimate thing, but you're you're doing it... You're getting this content from people who could well be, you know, your children or grandchildren. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, um, the first couple times I saw it, ASMR Darling was kind of, found it somewhat off-putting that she looked pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you like, learn she's actually 60, so it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah she just didn't seem to, you know, fit into, like, my idea of what someone would look like in the various role plays that I think I saw with her. Um, so yeah, I, I, I can certainly see though how that would be off-putting for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, now I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about sort of the main reason um, why we sort of listened to this podcast, which was to compare dick sizes, right? As to what? To compare dick sizes. Oh, okay. You cut out the first time. Ah, oh, excellent. <laughs> well, I'm sure it'll be even better the second time for... Yeah, so I wasn't just trying to make you say that twice. <laughs> I, like, did not hear it the first time. Because this is a... So this is, you know, one of the things which very well could be the number one podcast about ASMR. But the fact that they have episodes which are very clearly just ASMR makes me think that they're sort of out of the running in that regard. Um... <laughs> But episode six, there were a lot. There were some charming elements to it that really made me think. You know, we're not that far away from Pro John. Yeah, because um, there were the there was the couple of minutes at the beginning where they talked about how they were recording it, um, where they were using the free trial of some sort of call recording software. <laughs> oh yeah, I, re- I remember that. And then there was also yeah, so, the so dog episode door six was the fiasco. one where they're sorry what? Well, there was also the dog door fiasco. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was delightful. It really I was. really enjoyed that. One of the, I believe, I believe Wanda? Uh, um, yeah, I'm not sure which is which. I think Wanda uh, was recording from an unusual location, uh, like her home or something, and her dog kept on using the dog door. But her dog, I, I don't know exactly how this works, <laughs> but her dog, as she said... Takes it out 20 tries to use the dog door. <laughs> and so in the background, you just hear this sound where it's sort of like something slamming again and again and again and again and again for about 25, 30 seconds. And I just really wish that I could be there in person to see this dog sort of attempt to use a dog door. <laughs> that many times because it really just sounds like something special um, and yet listening to like 
about the third time that that happened during the recording. It really made me think, you know, we can do this. <laughs> I think that's a good place to leave our main quest. <laughs> I suppose so. Also, their category, self-help. Oh. I think that makes sense. I think that's fair. I think both in terms of like the well, ASMR I mean, and the way in which they talk about ASMR, because they're sort of telling you how to help yourself become an ASM artist. Yeah, that's true. What's our category? Comedy. Oh. <laughs> okay. <that's... laughs> yeah, we're not doing a very good job. Well, no, there were plenty of laughs. There were, there, I'd say this episode was just a bucket of chuckles. <laughs> so... Thank you, listeners, for bearing with us for another ASMR Quest episode. You want to take us away, John? Uh, yeah. Um, thanks for tuning in again this week. Uh, please tell your friends about us. Um, you can leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Uh, you can contact us. Uh, you, you can email us at ASMRQuesting at... Uh, gmail.com you can reach out to us on twitter we are at ASMRQuest um yeah uh, yeah, you can yell Uh, really loudly and if you're yell really loudly and we might hear you and uh, respond back depends on where you live (laughs) so uh, thank you for for joining us once again listeners we hope to see you again next week stay tingly you gotta listen to your heart. Oh, you gotta... no, that's the <laughs> I was not there to an at all. And I say, hey, hey, what a wonderful kind of day. It's slipping we in there right at the end. And, and get thought, along with each other. You thought other. it was over, but here it comes again. It's the art the Is that how we're closing out the show now? Uh, no, but uh, that was what I wanted to do last week, and then you had to leave early, so I did it this week instead. Okay. I was just going to surprise you with it right at the end there. Well, it was certainly a surprise. And actually, because you just did the uh, the Arthur Corner, that brings us back to the Indulgences Corner, John. You played stay tingly, right listeners. Listeners, please stay tingly. Stay tingly. <laughs>